Welcome to the Elite Life with Trisha and Kylie. This is where we'll teach you how to develop grit, give yourself grace, and succeed in real estate. So let's dive in. Happy June! I cannot believe that we are officially halfway through 2022. I have no idea where the time went because we've been busy doing amazing things. And um, it's just like it just goes so quickly. It does, but... I am super excited about this month. Yes, me too. I am so amped. June is very special in our household because we have graduation. I cannot believe that Trent is graduating. I know. It's crazy because when they're little, everybody's like, don't blink. It goes so fast. And you're like, whatever. Can they just walk already? Can they just like... Can they make their own damn peanut butter and jelly sandwich, please? Yes. And then you get to right now. And let me tell you, this mama's heart is like... All the feels. All the feels this year. Do you just cry all the time? <sighs> you look at him and he's so beautiful and he turned into such a good human and you're like, oh my God, so good. I do. It, it's weird because it like hits you at the most like unexpected moments. Like I'll be doing something and I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, and, and, <laughs> and Chuck keeps going like, why do you keep saying like, this is the last family vacation I'll ever go on. Like, I'm not going to an island. Like I'm graduating high school. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a new chapter. It's a new chapter, you know. So I'm so excited for you guys and um, everything that goes along with it and all the fun stuff. So I know you've been just super busy. Are are you ready? I am ready. No, you're not. I am. I I have – there's been moments where I felt like I was definitely drowning. Um, so that's why I kind of like put together this episode because I really wanted to share um, five tips for planning a successful stress-free event because even though I felt a little stressed out like the last couple weeks, um, I started early and I actually started because another mom was like, oh, I'm putting together picture boards and it was like February and I'm like, uh, I've done nothing. (laughs) It's February. Yeah. And I realized like when I was a kid and I was, I was telling this story, I'm like, it's really funny because, um, I had decided to have trends party at home because when I was a kid, my parents always had their parties at home and we were, um, sitting there doing picture boards last weekend and my sister came over and my mom came over and my mom's like, we didn't do all this stuff for the parties at our house. And I'm like, yeah. So I was actually just having that conversation, mom. Like in my head, I said, let me have the party at my house because that's how we always did it. But I didn't think about the fact that you and I, mom, are completely different people. It's so like <laughs> my parents would be like, all right, let's party, like grab some pop and beer and food and like call it a day and everybody get together and it's a great time. Make a big pan of rice and all the people, if you make it. Yes. But whereas for me, like I, but it was always stressful, right? Because it was, it was last minute. It was thrown together. Like everybody's just like running in crazy and we got it done and we were happy that it was done. Whereas like I want to like pre-plan and have everything. So, so those are the steps that I'm going to go through. I'm going to go through how to really like put together a quick and easy plan. This is going to be a short and sweet episode. Just give everybody five tips, um, to just make it, make it fun and be able to enjoy the day. Yeah. All right. Well, 
I'm always planning stuff too. So you go first. And then since your kids are older, my kids are smaller, I'll throw some stuff out there for the people who have kids ages, you know, 10 and under. Um, because that's a whole different ball game. I will tell you that right now. <laughs> yeah. And really, I mean, this applies to any event. If you're throwing a work event, like if you're doing, say, um, a first time homebuyer seminar or an investor seminar or even planning a wedding, planning birthday parties, planning a graduation party, like these tips apply to all of the above. And in life, you are, you're always planning some sort of event, whether it's for work, whether it's for home, whether it's for somebody else. Um, and that's like tip number one, like step number one, chat with the person that you're throwing the party for and ask what's most important to them. And if it's an event like for work, think of yourself like, OK, if I'm, you know, an investor, like w- would I rather be in person or online? Mm-hmm. Um, if I if it is in person, what kind of food does that person eat? Like there's been so many times where I've went to a business event and all they have is like donuts and coffee cake. Okay, well, if I'm going to a high performance, uh, an event that's going to have high performers, like I would expect like healthier foods. High performers eat healthier foods, right? Yeah, we're not eating donuts. We're definitely having cake. So (laughs) I'm I'm totally kidding. No, Fruit, right? Oh, fruit. I forgot that those things exist. Um, Yeah, so when it came to the graduation party, I got with Trent and I was like, hey, I like talked to him. I'm like, I need 15 minutes of your time so we can sit down. And I'm like, what do you want to have at your party? And of course, he's an 18-year-old boy. So he's like, I don't care. And I'm like, "What? I did what we do best, right? Like peel away the layers of the onion, ask the questions like, okay, well, you mentioned you went to a party and they had a taco truck. Would you like a taco truck? And he's like, no, I don't really think I want a taco truck and I'm like well let's think about your favorite foods like you love ribs how about barbecue would you like a barbecue theme and he's like oh yeah I would love some ribs so like we went with mission barbecue and then we thought about desserts like okay do you want a cake or cupcakes and he's like oh you gotta have a cake and I'm like okay well you know if you think about it it's hot there's kids like everybody's running around do you think it would be easier for you to just walk up to a table and grab cupcakes and then like what kind of flavors do you want like what's your what's your favorite flavor cake because if I get German chocolate cupcakes because Dave likes German chocolate then Trent's gonna be sitting there during his day going man I wish that we had strawberry cupcakes right (laughs) um and that really brings me to like the main reason is to remember that like the event or the party that you're planning like it's not about you right so what I don't want to do for Trent's graduation is get a bunch of stuff I like because the day's not about me right? right and so like I heard one dad like his daughter she just loved to eat cereal, so he had a cereal bar, and that's you can write that down for my ne- my annual 29th birthday party. You can just have cereal; that'd be awesome. Yeah, and I loved that, right? And so, like, I was talking to my sister Nikki, and she's like, "Oh, what foods are you having?" I'm like, "Oh, we're having barbecue, and we're having fried chicken, and we're having a s'more bar." And she's like, "Why are you having fried chicken?" I'm like, "Cause Trent's favorite food is fried chicken, so we're gonna have ribs and we're gonna have fried chicken, and that's how it's gonna go." So, remember to chat with the person you're throwing in the party for or to think about the audience for the event that you're putting on. That's really important because you want them enjoying it. And I think so too. Sometimes that might be a little hard, like if you're trying to throw a surprise party. Um, But like if you're throwing a surprise party, um, if it's for people close to you, like if you threw a surprise party for Dave, you obviously know all of his favorite stuff, I hope. Um, (laughs) 
But um, if it's like a surprise party for a coworker or something, like scope their Facebook page, call their spouse, call their, you know, um, you know, their talk to their desk mate if you're not someone who, you know, regularly interacts with them and figure out, you know, ways that you can make the day special for them like you did. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Number two, which is super, super important is to set a budget because costs get out of control really, really quick. And a budget can also make a lot of choices for you, like location, for example. Um, If my budget is $5,000, I probably can't afford, you know, the super fancy hall or I might have to opt for a hotel meeting room instead for my event. And like for me, I was like, okay, let me have it at home. That'll be cost effective. What I didn't think about is me having it at home for me means I'm redoing my landscaping. I'm pulling off the front of my house and redoing the front of my house. Like (laughs) I'm getting Scotty's potties to bring a trailer of potties. Like there were so many things that I didn't put into play in my mind. Whereas if I would have set a budget, then that would have probably looked a lot different Mm -hmm. for where we're having the party. I might have said, okay, let's get a pavilion at a park and call it a day because mom doesn't need to spend 10 grand on mulch, right? So... (laughs) Definitely set a budget um, and and that'll do a lot of the work for you, especially with like vendors. Um, If you're doing an event for work, and you set a budget and you're like, man, I would really like to have it at, say, a nicer place. You can also always ask other vendors you work with, right? Like and when we have events, we usually ask our mortgage vendor, hey, do you want to kick in some money or sponsor this event? And then we'll promo you and you'll give us money for the event. Like yeah. we did an event for Elite where we rented out a movie theater and we had three vendors come in at the end of the movie and do like free giveaways for our clients and they paid for the movie theater so that was super awesome because we got to have an event that we really didn't have to spend a lot of money on but those vendors also got um captive audiences to be able to talk about their services yeah that's genius i like that a lot um use what you have too. like when i was planning a seminar to reach out to investors and try and connect with more um more investors who are i mean because right now everybody wants to buy in detroit And so I wanted to connect with these people and help them, especially if they're, you know, out of state overseas, but we have an office. If you, if you have an office space, ask your broker, ask your office manager, Hey, can I have the conference room on Tuesday from, you know, six to seven to have a little, little shindig and bring, uh, don't bring cookies and donuts because your high performers won't show up. (laughs) (laughs) But that's one thing too, is like, you know, use, use what you have, tap the, tap the resources that you have, um, and it doesn't have to be, you know, something big and fancy either. But um, I just wanted to throw that out there, too. Yeah. It, like for me and Dave's um, like pre-wedding party, because we were doing a destination party, like I was looking for all of these events where we could kind of have like, I called it a preception, like it was a reception, but before the wedding. Yeah. And we actually like we were looking at all these spaces and we had a really tight budget. And I was like, well, what about your your mom has like a little mini farm and she has an old barn. Like what if um, they've been talking about like redoing that barn? What if they just redid that barn like they wanted to anyways? And then we could just use her yard. And so we did that and it saved us 
thousands of dollars instead of renting a venue. So setting a budget, using what you have. Um, and then step three, plan everything and put it on a spreadsheet. This was like so crucial because when I started planning in February, by um, May, I had forgot a lot of the things that I did in February. So I went back to the spreadsheet and I had all my vendors on there, what I had already paid, the times that they were coming, right? Like spinning selfie machine is coming between this time and this time. Um, Dave had already moved the stuff he did over like, okay, green is done. Landscaping is finished. It's paid for. Okay. We still need to get this. It's already done. Um, and then who is bringing what? So I had like, my mom is bringing coolers. My dad committed to tables and I didn't have to sit there and go, oh geez, like what did I already do? What still needs to be done? What's still owed? What isn't owed? And I could color code that and keep track of everything. So having that spreadsheet was super crucial. It keeps everything super organized. And then you can go through a couple days before the event. Like I went through at the one mar one month mark and just sent out text messages to everybody like, hey, reminder, you're bringing your golf cart to shuttle people back and forth from the pool. Hey, reminder, you're bringing the fruit trays and the veggie trays because people are busy. And that really brings me to step number four, um, which is take the help, right? Like, Amen. Old me used to be like, everybody would be like, hey, do you need any help? And I'd be like, no, I'm good. I'm good. And then it would be really stressful, right? Whereas now everybody, I was like, I think I sent out a group text in February, like, hey, all of you guys said you wanted to help. So what do you want to do for the party? Right. And then I was able to create that spreadsheet I was talking about in step number three and say, okay, Andy, you're bringing the bounce house. Dad, you're bringing the mac and cheese, right? And like use that help and delegate that out. It makes it such a better experience when my mom and Nick he came over and did photo boards like I personally only put pictures on one board and we spent all day from noon to 6 p.m. making these boards Aww. and I just kept thinking like if I was doing this by myself like you're talking about like a three-day project to go through all these bins and pick all these pictures and then you're not enjoying the experience like I got to enjoy the experience and hang out with my mom and my yeah. sister and like track down memory lane so like it's a win-win for everybody like people feel they're a part of it they you get to enjoy the process more and enjoy the day more. So get that help and delegate. Um, put everything on that spreadsheet. Make sure it's according to the budget. Make sure you're throw the person you're throwing the party for um, that that is what everything is centered around. And then step five, control the controllables, right? We always say that. <laughs> Except the things you cannot change. And right. Like, I can't control the weather. Like, I've, I, it's popped in my head so many times. Like, oh, my gosh, what if it rains? And I'm like, I can't control that. Like, I have zero control over the weather. I have zero control. Like, when I was making the guest list, like, oh, what if, what if this person gets mad that this person is here? Like, I can't control people's emotions. I can't control who shows up or who doesn't, what the weather's going to be like. None of those things. What I can control is being where my feet are being present in the moment and making these memories for me and for Trent and for my friends and family a positive experience. Like I want everybody to just remember like we just loved the day. Like it was super fun. We all had a great time. Best day ever. Yeah. And and, and I need to know like there's going to be things that get forgotten, right? Like it's inevitable that somewhere along the lines somebody's going to drop a plate of cupcakes or somebody's going to forget to bring coolers and those things are going to happen. And if something's missing, nobody knows but me, right? Like when my sister at her wedding, she was like, oh my gosh, like nobody ever put out these centerpieces. And I'm like, nobody knows that but you. So it's still a perfect day because nobody knew those centerpieces existed but you. So they didn't really get missed. It's totally <laughs> fine, right. you know? And we have to remember that. Like it's 
the the worst thing you can do is like stress yourself out about all these things you can't control. Like Trent plays hockey, right? Trent is actually playing two games the morning of graduation. So I have to just like hope he showers and gets to the venue on time and walks across that stage. And he also is playing the day before and the day after and the day of his graduation party. He's playing that morning and the day before and the day after. And oh my goodness. It's going to be stressful, and I know that, but if I know in my head, like, these things are happening, and it's fine that they are because he's going to be happy because he's going to be getting to do what he loves, and I took the help, and I'm Mm going to have you there helping me, and I'm just going to enjoy it. So, like, five quick and easy steps to have a great event, enjoy the day, let your people enjoy the day, and all good. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love everything that you said. Um, and I employ a lot of those as well. Like when I'm planning parties, uh, for my kids who are smaller, we've got a six year old and almost eight year old and then the baby. And, and you touched on something that I want to kind of circle back to is controlling the controllables. So anytime you have an event, um, especially if it's family, usually if it's family, um, like you said, this person doesn't like that person. These people are fighting or whatever. So like we're trying to figure out my son's very first birthday party. And um, I'm at the point where I told everybody to pound sand. I'm going up north. Like <laughs> because it's like, okay, uh, Casey's birthday party is June 5th. And so that's a Sunday. So we're going to do that. Well, the baby's birthday is on Father's Day. And so I'm like, do we have it on that Sunday? My mom's like, you can have it on Father's Day. I'm like, no, it's kind of a jerk move. You don't want to have that on Father's Day because nobody's going to come. Everybody's going to be with their dad. Like, I'm going, like, I'm sending my husband away with the children. Like, happy Father's Day to you. You get to go hang out with your kids. Um, But don't allow, like, make sure that it's what you want and what the, what, for that person And don't get caught up in the drama because I was like, okay, then we'll have it the 11th. My mom's like, well, we'll be out of town. And I'm like, so now we're having it the 25th. And that's fine. And it's it's just something, like you said, you can't control it. But at the same time, like if someone can't show up or like don't let that completely wreck and frustrate because like I hung up on my mom. I literally hung up on her the one morning because we were going back and forth about it. Um, so just just keep that in mind. And then the other thing, like when you're planning something like and it involves little kids, what I found is super helpful is having an agenda. So little kids need direction. It's not like, you know, a party where people are just going to come and sit and visit. So I have 10 little kids who are full of energy. So I know like the first hour is going to be people arriving. The kids are playing. I have like coloring stations set up and that kind of stuff. And then I know the next hour we're going to be playing games. We're going to play musical chairs and pin the tail on the donkey and all of that stuff. And then we do cake and presents and then you're getting out of my face because I'm done with you for the day, right? So have an agenda. It doesn't have to be anything super strict or crazy. Just make sure that the kids have something to do that's going to keep them from being kids and just just being crazy. They need to direct their energy. Um, so those are my tips is have an agenda. Don't get caught up in the drama. Um and don't overstress. I mean, when, when we had Kaya's birthday party, she she wanted a watermelon-themed party. And I'm like, that's easy. I'll take that. I will take that all day long. I decided I wanted to try my hand at stained glass cookies. Um, don't do that, by the way. So I these were my, these were my goodie bags. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to make these cookies. They came out horrible. They looked 
terrible. They looked like a nightmare. But you know what? I bagged them up and I gave them to the kids and they weren't in my house and the kids loved them. Mm-hmm. Like our friend Phil ate like two of them. I was like, those are heinous. And he's like, they're actually really good. <laughs> and I'm like, cool, win. So like just take your wins, have an agenda, make sure you enjoy the day because it, that's the only day that you've got that's going to be like that one. You only get one graduation party. You only get one sixth or first birthday. So just rock it out and let it ride. Yeah. And it's and it's up to you, right? Like you, the one thing you can control is your emotions. So if you let yourself. We, wait a minute. Are we sure we can control our emotions? <laughs> yeah. So if you let yourself get stressed out and upset, that's what you're going to remember is being stressed out and upset, right? But if mm. you let yourself just just have a great day and be like, all right, like somebody can go get some more ice. We're out of ice. That's okay. No biggie. All right, moving on. And that's what you're going to remember is the smiles and the laughs like Nikki's wedding. I remember all of us dancing together. Like that was like the best part of the day, right? Like those are the things that mattered. Like the girl she had do my makeup did awful and I redid my own in the bathroom. Um, But my focus was on the good times, right? Like the dancing and the speeches and the good stuff. So um, that's awesome. So nice, quick, easy, some tips for you to create an epic event. Love all of those. Um, Remember to share this with your friends. There's tons of events going on and people need some guidance. So help them to set a budget, plan everything, delegate, control the controllables. And help them. If your friend's throwing a party, go help them. Even if they say they don't want help, they do. They're lying. They want help. Everybody wants help. Yeah, show up with some cupcakes or, you know, oriental salad or, you know, wine. (laughs) Red Solo cups. Yeah. Something. All right, guys. That's what we have. Thank you for joining us. Make sure you join us next Thursday for more tips on how to build an an elite life you love. And leave a legacy you can be proud of. Yay! All right, bye. We thank you so much for joining us today on The Elite Live with Trish and Kylie. Be sure to share the episode with a friend so we can continue bringing you more great tips on grit, grace, and real estate. You can also connect with us on Instagram, Facebook. We hope the ideas we share continue to help you build an empire and leave a legacy.